Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. And I am Kimmy. And this week's episode is about overthinking. Are you an overthinker? So stay tuned. Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. And I am Kimmy. And today we are on the porch with sister girls, Celeste and Chauncey. How are you today, ladies? Hey, how's everybody? We're excited. We are very excited. We're all together. We're all together. Chauncey, girl, how are you? I know, sing that. That used to be my favorite song back in the day. I used to sing that with my sisters, though. I did. I forgot who was the tall one, but she used to be Carmen. And she used to have her, you know, know, Chauncey Carmen was kind of shy, so... I said, yeah. Carmen, move your hips. <laughs> move your hips. But we used to sing that back in the day. But right. um, welcome to the porch. All the ladies are on the porch. This is the triangle right here. If y'all can, um, I don't know if we're going to put this one out here. It's like our balloons. So let's say, hell no. But um, <laughs> but this is, the, uh, this is the original crew. So um, welcome. Today our topic is, oops, um, overthinking. And I just wanted to talk about how do we get into situations where we're overthinking? Um, Is it in our jobs? Is it in our relationships? Is it in our friendships? Um, How do we um, find ourselves overthinking? And is it always a bad thing to be an overthinker? Um, So I'm just going to start off for myself. I overthink in a lot of situations. And I think that's because I'm a person that listens in depth. Um, may not always be a good thing. And I say it may not always be a good thing because um, it may, it gives me more anxiety, you know, than um, I should actually be dealing with. Probably most people are not dealing with it, but um, it gives me a high level of anxiety. You know what I mean? Because I think most people, and y'all probably can jump in at who overthinks or thinking ex- in excess of a situation or, or multiple situations, your anxiety level is high, okay? Um, mm-hmm. I used to do this a lot when my kids was at their teenage years. You know what I mean? I would try and think what they were thinking, you know, and be so I could be, <laughs> so I could be ahead of them, you know? But, you know, you guys are all moms too, so I'm sure y'all probably was like that too, especially you got girls, you know what I mean? You want to protect them from... Um, the big bad wolf, them boys. Um, so I'm that's a lot of things that I, I needed to like kind of you know tweak the dials on. Um, I so think that was a good thing, though. I don't think that was a bad thing. I, I think that probably was a good thing, Celeste, but um, it, it caused a lot of sleepless nights, it, it really mm-hmm. did. Um, okay. I don't I don't think I don't know about you, um, uh, Tansi, I don't know about you and um. Your your son, if you had that with your son, because I don't really, I don't have that with my son. I have it more well, for my daughter. I, for me, um, I am a Virgo. So by nature, I can be a perfectionist and I'm also very analytical. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if overanalyzing and overthinking are the same thing. But um, for me, I will look at something, mm-hmm. but... As I've gotten older, I've learned to step away from things. So the thing mm-hmm. that you're speaking of as far as having that anxiety, no, I didn't have that. Um, 
I don't have the anxiety in that aspect. And the reason being is, especially even with the kids, I just had a certain type of relationship with them. Understand that I'm your mom, right? Mm -hmm. I've been the age that you are, but you've never been the age that I am. Oh, amen. So Mm -hmm. I used to take on the attitude with them. On your best day, you can't outthink me. You got to stay ahead of kids in that way. Now, I ain't going to chase after you. They listen? (laughs) Oh, they pretty much listen. But my daughter tried me in a different way than my son tried me. Mm-hmm. But I did not have to try and think about it in advance because I knew them so well, I could kind of know where they would go and where they wouldn't go. And so um, I didn't overanalyze with them. What I overanalyzed was when my first marriage was coming to an end. Oh. And so um, overthinking it and overthinking it and overthinking it and overthinking it. And then Um, I had to decide, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to pray on this and then let it come to you? Or are you going to try to do the work for him who's in control and then overanalyze it? And I did. I just kept overanalyzing. And so even one day I was just sitting and I was like, God, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, he and I are looking for a new place to, to move into because we had to sell our home and stuff, but we were already on the outskirts. We were already going our separate ways and I just kept over and, but when I stopped and I prayed on it and I just said, you know what? You send me a sign. It was me thinking it's going to be six months before you send me a sign. Or he sent me a sign that same night. <laughs> and so I, I can't say bad or good, I just say that it was meant to be because that sign that he sent me and everything worked out the way that it was meant to work out going forward. Not that it was easy, but here I am overthinking it, overthinking it, overthinking it, trying to put this pan in place and, and you can't do it. I must be jacked up because I overthink everything. <laughs> you? Yeah. And I got a bit of a control issue, so I have to overthink it. And I, I might not beat it to death, but I'm going to overthink it with a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, maybe just A and B, because if something goes wrong, then I know what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't do well with that moment. Ah, I, I'm cool at that moment, but I've thought it out. So I already know what I'm going to do. Okay. But you're right. It usually doesn't happen that way. But <laughs> it usually doesn't happen that way. I yeah, I, I don't think I'm yeah. just I'm not I'm not um I I can relate to um both of your stories. I think that um I don't think I overthought my divorce, Chauncey. I think that um I kind of overthought where my life and what direction it was going in afterwards. You know what I mean? Because hell, I just wanted to be over with. I wasn't thinking where that was going. I just wanted to be done. That was it. I think that the period afterwards was where I started to overthink where I was going. You know what I mean? Um, And I was going to pre-plan the pre-plan. You know what I mean? And um, I'm going to be ahead of it and, you know, not even putting in the, the events of life into it and already anxious before it even we even get to the that stage of life you know what i mean um it it may sound crazy to some people but it really is almost like a syndrome you know what i mean of 
not wanting to either one fail, you know what I mean? Um, fail your children, um, or even be in a situation of despair, you know what I mean? Cause you know, when you married, it's a family unit, you know what I mean? So, uh, the, even if it's not the best family unit, the whole dynamic changes when you are now the single parent and you are the planner of everything. You know what I mean? So um, that one was huge. And um, it just, it, it caused me to be anxious a lot. You know what I mean? Anxious to the point where everything was so unsettling to me. Um, and you probably can relate to this, Celeste. It kind of made me on guard with, relationships you see what i'm saying because then you overthink anything that somebody is doing you know what i mean yeah that's that's just um that's something that like i'm really in steve even at 52 years old i still have to work on because um i've been married to my husband for 16 years you know and i think that he probably that's probably one of the things he does not like about me, you know, and don't everybody have to keep it real. Some things your husband and wife you just do not like about them. It's not say you hate them, you just not like that quality about them. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, it rears its head. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's with any relationship or absolutely. parents, or, you know, friendships or whatever. There are things about us. It's the what do they say? It's the eighty twenty rule, right? Yeah. So long as um, they become flip over and that 80 is the bad shit. So, you know, you know, <laughs> that long, you, you're still in the good exactly. ground. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's I just I, there are things there are areas I think that I can overthink um, again, because I I I'm a researcher. Mm -hmm. But because I research things, I think about what I do before I do it, even if it's not good, if it ain't good and I did it. I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, because I'm a researcher, then you just got to decide after you've done your research, do I have enough information to make the next move that I need to make? Yeah. Yay or nay. And then the question then becomes, um, do I make that move? Yeah. And so like Kimmy just said, you know, it, it can be crippling because you're so afraid of failure. Whereas mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a fail. And, mm -hmm. right? I don't have the fear. I don't have that fear of failure, right? Maybe so, you're opening that up for me. Maybe it is a fear of failure. I don't really feel like I'm going to fail. I just feel like I just don't do well with surprises. Okay. Mm. I like to That's be prepared. So I could call mine research too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching. Yeah. <laughs> but I really don't know because I, I need to, but, but it doesn't last long. It's right now. Boom, 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 boom. I make a decision and I'm done. Like I can't keep talking about it over and over again. I have people in my space that do that. I'll be like, didn't we talk but about? But isn't that? But isn't that overthinking? Is I, it, is that's it? just crazy. <laughs> so then you're kind of overthinker. Oh my gracious! But I do. Like if we say we're gonna go. You know, on the air at seven, I go, okay, at seven. All right. So, all right. So let me make sure I take my nap. And let me make sure I do my, my, my yeah. stretching. And it, it, it's like that. But then once I've planned it, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like that too. I, I Sometimes I think I need to get checked on the autism scales. You know what I mean? Because... The way, and I'm really, I'm no, no joke. I mean, cause you know, my daughter has Asperger's, you know what I mean? And I have to have things. It gotta be. It gotta yes. be. Yes. And it, 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 yeah. 
So then are we overthinking or are we OCD? Well, I, I take OCD. I take OCD too on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam, definitely. Door number two for OCD, please. Yeah. OCD. So, so remember I was saying to you earlier, overthinking, overanalyzing. Now we just threw the third one in there, OCD, right? Yeah, that's me. You know, so what are they all part of the same family? Um, mm-hmm. are they are they married are they yeah. you know simpatico so can we <laughs> be those things so you know i tell you my husband i always say billy is ocd right um i think more c than the o <laughs> but <laughs> but and so when we got together and after me calling him that for so long because that was our running joke then he started to claim it. And I had to say to him one day, you do know that the D stands for disorder, right? Disorder. <laughs> <laughs> you, you holding on, you wearing it as a badge now, but you do know the D is disorder, disorder. right? So, but um, he's methodical. So are you guys really over analytical or are you just methodical in what it is that you do? See how we got all these different, are we claiming this? Are we, but. Hell, just get a bath and put all of them in as me. Yeah, (laughs) but but then again, that means you have structure. So you have a little more structure than I have because you're more methodical in what you do. Yeah, it's to the point, point. <laughs> well, because if you ask, if you ask Keith, he back there typing, y'all see him. If you but, that's my, him, but that's my fellow Virgo, though. Yeah. So he know, he yeah. know how we can be, right? So as Virgos, we, we can, we have our ways about us, that perfectionism, right? And so um, correcting, you know what I mean? So it's not about the overthinking it's about the correcting because we did our research so we know oh you're supposed to go a d b c not a c d b right that that's us right so i think we're all like a mixture of all of it it just depends on what it is is there any area in your life where you're not over analytical that you're a little more laid back or are you like that about everything um <laughs> I think for me, when it involves somebody else, it's, it's, it's more prevalent. When it involves somebody else, if somebody else is in mix, okay, oh, not so much in my space, but if somebody else is involved, it has to be a certain like okay, like we have to think this out. Okay, that's fair. I think yeah. it is in every every aspect of my life. I think I'm just, mm-hmm. and I think that, and honestly, Chauncey, I think I got like this when. I um, became to the married point where I was going towards divorce. I think I had the traits, but I think they exasperated to this level when I spent this period of time with just me steering the ship by myself. And I just became just this person that was... It wasn't a controlling thing. It was just so scheduled and everything was just had to be, you know, I had to be on top of it and top of it on top. You know what I mean? And right. everything in life, like even when if when um I first met Key, Joey and Jose went to bed at a certain time. You know what I mean? Right. It was it, I never broke it. You know what I mean? Right. And but even then when, think about it. That was control. That was your need for control because yeah. in your 
marriage previously, you felt like you had none. Yeah, I had no, no control because was, everything was going running amok over on so, that minute. So yeah. then therefore, you had to to be the complete opposite of what you were in to deal with what you were de- You had to become the opposite, which was I got to control every aspect of well, my life. I will say when I was married, one thing is, uh, let me back up then. I think when I had children, because mm-hmm. that never changed. They always were structured. Like even okay. when with the madness going on, they still went to bed at seven thirty. You know what I mean? They, we we never strayed from it. Even when I visit my sister and them, okay, you can't go over there. You can go play, but I'm going back to my grandma's house because your kids don't go to bed where my kids go to. And if they still over there, I had to give them a speech. Just remember. This is not how people live. I used to tell them that. And then in actuality, that was so crazy to tell them that your kids don't live like this. When we get back home, we're going to do the same thing we've been doing. Like I got home from work. I fed them. I gave them a bath. They had an hour to look at TV. We read a book together. This was every day. Every day. And see, I got that advice from my mother. And so... Eight o'clock, everybody was shut down by eight. Yeah. Now, between eight and nine is when you're going to have, can I have a drink of water? I got to go to That was my son. So then the thing was, I, I left that hour between eight and nine for that to happen. But nine o'clock was mommy time. Mm-hmm. Didn't you need it? Not, nine o'clock was mommy time. It didn't matter if I vegged out on the couch. It didn't matter if I had a glass of wine. It didn't matter. But nine o'clock. Was mommy time. That was my Married time. Married and unmarried. Nine o'clock was mommy time. My time. Read a and book. So, sit silently. I could look at the ceiling. It was my whatever time. Whatever you're going to do. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and it was peace. It was peace to live like that because I didn't have, um, and I'll just tell you, like when my kids got older and, you know, when they become teenagers and you, that whole mode changes, you know, just as much as my, I tell everybody the story that I didn't find out my daughter had. Asperger's until she was 17 because now the the normal schedule is now, you know, all over the place because we are, you know, the support of growing up. You know what I mean? It As much as her anxiety went through the roof, mine went through the roof too. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't used to all this uncertainty. You see what I'm saying? And it's this, um, so when I say, let me try to think ahead. You know what I mean? Because this is probably going to happen. That's where the overthinking come in at because you're trying to think of situations that don't even exist, you know. And you, so, and you can't cover all of them. Right. You you know, and it you almost makes you feel like you anxiety. got anxiety coming. So you have okay. to like kind of almost take a deep breath and just be like, okay, um, I'll just try, try to wait a little bit and see what, if I see a little signs of this scenario, you know what I mean? And then I'll start thinking in that direction. You know, it's it's really a um, it's probably a, a a a disorder that a doctor probably would say, Kim, you should have been in here talking about this. But um, you know, I think with prayer and meditation, that um, and I do this in the evening and at night because I, I listen to Bible verses and things for when I don't even feel like reading. I just I listen because it's more my quiet time that I have to have in the evening. But um, it's more of a time to recall my day. You you see what I'm saying? And it goes back to even when my kids was little. That was a time for me just to pull my thoughts, you know, together. Um, and sometimes I have to use that time to to 
um, declutter my thoughts. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you're, you're in the mood where you can be thinking of things you shouldn't be thinking of. So, so on, so on. But, um, all right. So that's my scenario. Y'all think- I definitely didn't get a good night's sleep for trying to be alert and trying to be ahead of whatever was going on until maybe last year or year before last. In your whole life? I, I'm, I'm, my kids will tell you honestly. I literally, when my daughter calls now, I still go, "Hello." She goes, "Mom, it's three a.m." Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just want, I just want to be available for them in case something happens. I, 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 I can't rest until everybody's sleep. I had it so bad, ladies, and I'm thinking it definitely was a control thing that I would lay down and go. You know what? Those shoes are right near the bed. And if they get up at night, they might fall on those shoes. Let me go move the shoes. Oh. Then I would move the shoes and then I would go, oh, wow. I told them they could wear the brown socks, but the brown socks underneath. The, let me go get the socks and bring them to the top so they could find it. No, I it was so like bad it. that they made me write down every time I got out of bed. And when I had to bring it back to the doctor, I was embarrassed. So was that for them? Did they say for you that was anxiety? They said, you're a control person. You control everything, yet you control nothing. (laughs) The reality is you control nothing. Yeah. But your mind, you're you're preventing and controlling every aspect, but you can't do it. But it led to, it had to lead to some sort of anxiety for for the doctor to intervene and say. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't sleeping. My husband bought a big old fish tank and put it right near the bed. I could have fell over in it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> to make me rest, and I could not rest. If I get three hours sleep, that's and now to this day, that's what's wrong. I stay up all night, and when the morning comes and everybody, then I kind of get quiet. I'm like, okay, all right. so now you want to sleep. <laughs> so, so quick, quick, funny story. So you know, I got this control tro- control issue, and I had a cousin staying over, and he stayed in my chick room downstairs. All the way downstairs where the garage is, right? The chick room. Well, it used to be the the man cave, but we ain't got no man, so we go to chick room. Ooh, I like that. So I'm in a house that's full of people. We got the girls upstairs. My son is in his room. Me and my husband and I and my cousin is downstairs. Now, you know, moms, we we, we, we want to listen to everything. Right. Cousin and no cousin. We got to hear everything. So I'm listening and, you know, I'm up and I'm not resting and it got cold. And I said, all right, let me turn the heat up. I went downstairs, turned the heat up, went downstairs to the 45-year-old, covered him up, covered everybody up and went to bed. Then it got hot. So I came back downstairs and uncovered and he held my hand like this. He said, I'm a grown-ass man. Don't you come here one more time and cover me or uncover me no more. <laughs> I was like, okay, cousin, I'm sorry. Because I wanted to make sure everybody was taken care of and they might get, you know, that's how I lived for mm-hmm. years. And that's why I think me by myself, I'm not so much, but. Right. Because it's just you and you don't have to worry about all of the, uh, that makes sense. But I, that's so crazy. Now, yeah, I, I, have, I have issues. What I'm gonna do? Uh-huh. I don't do nothing else. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. Okay. If I don't do nothing else. Now, I'm not a heavy sleeper where it take a mount, you know, you could like move an amount. No. But I'm asleep. I have to get 
I'm asleep. I don't care if I'm depressed. I'm sad. Uh, I have to get my sleep. So even when the men are like, yeah, you, and you're you're resting, we got things to talk about. We can talk about it in the morning. Because <laughs> right now, I'm asleep. Oh, you definitely, you <laughs> definitely, you y'all definitely Virgos. Four, five hours, that's all I need. <laughs> but I'm asleep. <laughs> now I can think. And I, in a, in a way, it, it is, maybe it's a control issue. I don't, I don't think it's a control. I don't need to control every situation. I, I never felt that way. But I do need to do my homework. And like I said, I don't know if that falls under overthinking, but I need to research. I don't think that falls under overthinking. Want to be prepared. That's prepared. I do want to be prepared. I, you know, I, for things that could happen. Now I, I recognize I don't know every scenario, and like Kimmy said, being at the doctor's office, she's good because she go home and she Google. I Google right there in front of the doctor. I'd be like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, you do have, I took this medicine before. Is that going to interfere with that? And he'd be like, I'd be all in the computer. He'd be typing and I'd be like. Oh. <laughs> you out the room. And he knows, but he knows that about me. So I'm just kind of like, or I'll call him. You know, I called him recently. You know, Dr. Connor, I want to give some blood. You know, I, I give blood on a regular basis because I'm a universal donor or whatever. I need to find out have I had COVID. He's like, well, Chauncey, they will test your blood to see if you have it and see if you have the antibodies. Yeah, but I want to know so you'll have it in my records so we'll know. <laughs> so do they he do called, that? He called LabCorp and I went down and they drew my blood. I haven't had it. So I don't have the antibodies, but I've never had it. Wow. But, I want that done. But he know, but he knows me, so he knows. So when I was like, doctor, okay, so you keep telling me I'm healthy. I ain't got no issues. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. So why am I so fat? You ain't got no patch for that or nothing? No, you didn't say that. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, what are we gonna do? But again, research because I'm looking and I'm and I'm like, I heard about this medicine, and then he's like, Chauncey, yeah, no, that's not for you. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that's my son, right? Yeah. But again, research. But is that overthinking it, or is that just me trying to be prepared? That's pretty, that's being <laughs> inf- inf- knowing and that's knowledgeable. That's, you see what I mean? So yeah. I, that's why I was saying. I think an overthinker is, is somebody who try to put scenarios together that may never happen or doesn't even have a possibility <laughs> of happening. You well, know so I mean? now, now I feel better because that's what Celeste just said that she was thinking about stuff that can't even think about. Yeah, that's <laughs> I do. I do that now. Yeah, I, I do that. <laughs> I, I do that. Um, let me tell you one of the bad things I I do, and and I've gotten a lot better. When your kids go out, you think something terrible is going to happen. You start thinking, and it's that's debilitating because I call, and then now they're too old. They they get tired of me. They send me the voicemail. Then I'm like, you know, I just want to be safe. Um, You know, that actually stems from my grandma being killed. You know what I mean? It just put an air on me that I just um, always had this paranoia, you know, that even the most innocent situation, something bad can happen. Mm-hmm. And so then maybe that's why you're the overthinker. Look at all that's happened. Yeah, that's, the, mean, that's a that huge one. That's enough. That's a huge one for me. Huge. It would have to be. It would yeah. have to be. So, you know, we know the story. We know what happened. So for you, it, it's like, okay, the people that I love the most, I got to keep 
protected. I got to keep absolutely. What did, what did Celeste say? Her cousin came, cousin 45. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to put the covers <laughs> over me, but you're in my house and I have to protect you. I have to figure yeah. out what every scenario is going to be so I can make sure that you're okay. Yeah. That's why I wanted everybody to move out because it was too much. It, yeah, I can understand. I see that now. Okay. I, I don't want that. them to move out because I just that's my security blanket. But I, I then on the other hand, I do want them to move out because I want to have my quiet <laughs> life with my husband. I'm you know so glad I mean? they're going. What I'm the so hell? Glad they're going. <laughs> it's, a, it's so emotional. <laughs> it's I can it's emotional. I mean, oh, when they went to college that first year, when they went away to school, both mm-hmm. my kids, you remember, they graduated at the same time, and they mm-hmm. went away to school. I was so broken. Like that whole year, like I had to worry about what this one was doing at school. What was this one? The other one was silent. You know what I mean? Never spent in not a penny. You know what I mean? What you doing at school? You know what I mean? Like you, you could did you buy a pizza? You know anything? He's over there depressed. What the hell? What are you doing? Why the other one is just sucking my bank account dry and acting like you know it was just a warfare just going on. I was like. God, please save me. You know what I mean? This is just too much. And then you you miss them tremendously. And you're like, well, what's going on there? You know, and they at that stage where I don't want to tell you nothing. I'm grown. You know, like, oh. you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's rough. That's the hard part. Yeah. And then having the adult children and realizing that you do, you no longer have control. Right? Yeah, I think that's the hardest one. That I mean, That is definitely... Um, that the is hard the part. hardest part. Um, it, is. it is. When when telling them what, what to do becomes just advice. Just advice. Mm-hmm. And then you they see them make the, They say I'm you see them make mistakes. Can, mm. My mother's still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. My son had to tell me, Ma, I'm a, I'm a grown man. And he's 35. I'm 50 and my mom is still struggling. I'll be like, hey. And now she tells me what to do about my new grandbaby that's coming. I'm like, Mom, I've been here before. I just became a grandmother. I, know, I know that's going to be exciting because how far is she? Is she due? Almost due? Yeah, she is um, at 30 weeks now. So, yeah, she's Gosh, eight months. That time is so coming. She, yeah, she's doing April, first week in April. So wow, that is there. around the corner. We're at the finish line. But yeah, so my mom is like, and you need to tell her, no, I need to stay in my lane. I already struggle with that. So I, I don't need no help from you. Yeah, I, I can picture when I become a grandma. Helping, helping me drive in somebody else's lane, even though this is my daughter. So it's very different when your daughter has children and when your son has children. Oh, yeah. So it is a difference. Even if they tell you it's not, it is. So um, yeah. I just had this so conversation I'm, with Judy about that. There is a big difference. There is a difference. There's a big difference. I wonder why. I don't and the love that. is the same. By being a grandmother? By yeah, when, when your son has, has children, children versus your when your daughter. daughter. Oh, it is a big difference. Let me tell you what I experienced. Because, now I, I could be wrong. This is just my experience. When the daughter has a child and my daughters don't have any children, <clears throat> they kind of cleave to their mom, you know, for advice, mm-hmm. maybe like talks, conversations. But when it's the son, he that, sometimes don't even know what's going on. Because that, <laughs> because that daughter clings to her mother. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, what the kids need? I don't know. Ask my wife. I'm like, what? I don't know. Ask my wife. <laughs> now, the only difference is my son is raising his two girls. 
He's oh. been raising them since they were two and three years old. So oh, my closeness to them is is not out of the ordinary, but I'm I'm just as close to them as I would be my daughter's children because my son is raising his children. So that's awesome, though. Luckily, luckily, I love my daughter-in-law, and we are so tight. Yes. Yeah. I think I think maybe she was my child in another world. Another oh, world. that is so <laughs> nice. She even looks like my kids, you know, the other girls. Mm-hmm. So we're very close. Good. But so I don't miss a beat. I'll be like, you didn't know? He goes, what is it's tonight? Yeah. <laughs> We've been practicing this whole week. Yes, it's tonight. You know, one of those things. But at first it was very hard for me. Yeah. I'm sure. Why, why was it hard? Her mom. Her mom is, you know, present. Yes. And very, very involved. So I she would ask me and I go, No, you maybe you should ask your mother. But I really didn't want her to ask me. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna do all of that. I would not be like and the only thing I struggle with is I just don't want to make her feel like she had no parts of this child. Cause I'd be like, Oh, she looks just like Jimmy did at that age. Oh Jimmy did that when he was small, as if they don't have mothers. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's but yeah, that control thing from them being teenagers to being young adults to being full grown adults, that 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 is a challenge. So if, if I did have a struggle with overthinking things, it was definitely overthinking things with them in that aspect and learning how to back off and stay in my lane um, and be invited in. Mm. Um, I have my opinion, but quietly and to myself. I be trying. Yeah. The husbands usually help with that because he'd be like, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Oh, I forgot who we talk about. Mind now. your business. They grow. Really? Mind your business. And I'd be like, that don't mean they don't need me. Yes, because I know yeah. my kids will always need me. I might they may not say it, but they always gonna need me. Because I'm mom. So, so we all have our different views on overthinking and we have touched on overthinking. So what are some solutions for overthinking? Meditation. Meditation. Repla- replace the overthinking with prayer or meditation. Because what you're doing is you're asking the creator to take on what he already got. Mm-hmm. And we have to realize that we don't have control. Mm-hmm. We can put certain things into, you know, into context and try to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, as believers, we know the Bible says be ever ready. Mm-hmm. So, you know, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then let it fall out from there. Because uh, if we try to think of every single scenario, we can't. Our minds aren't even, we don't have the bandwidth to cover every scenario that's ever going to happen. That is, um, that's a really good one. That's at the end of the day, one. you know, even a broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> so <laughs> is, is there any like meditation? I've heard that before, but that was just funny. Is there, I, can't, I, I can't tell you how to stop overthinking. Um, because I like it. I I, I sometimes <laughs> I like it because I feel like I I'm always um organized because I'm an overthinker. 
Um, but some things I don't like, you know what I mean? Um, that it gives me anxiety to the point where I can feel um, not in the best moods. You know what I mean? I can feel, um, I can feel, I, I think that when you overthink and I'll just talk about my situation, but like when I talk about my kids and I think about them being safe and stuff like that, it can send me in a depressed state quick. You know what I mean? Um, it'll have me reminiscing, you know what I mean? And okay. that's not a good feeling to feel, you know, um, because I really try my best to try to stay in a happy space because happiness is, um, is not, um, it's not negotiable. But when I think about, especially when it comes to them and, and, you know, Keith and I think about safety and things like that, or somebody doing something to them, it's almost like a, 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 a warfare type of situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, that no but like you know like a doing something like you love you know what i mean yeah that i, I like being an overthinker in that aspect because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten I, I know what direction it's going in but making up a fictional scenario um of something that can happen to somebody you mm-hmm. know even down to like um i try not to even do it with my mom because my mom is of a senior age but it's hard to not get to that, you know, because I always want her to be safe. You know what I mean? I want her to be in a good space, you know, and and I have to think about her. My mom is very strong-willed. She's going to do as she please. But, of course, she's my mom. She, she ain't got to listen to me. She, you know, I'm, I'm her daughter. So, um, you know, um, meditation. So, I know that you love apps, Chauncey. Is there is, is there a meditation app out there? The meditation app. <laughs> That's what it's called? It's called the meditation, meditation app? There are two. There's the meditation app and there is Calm. Calm. Oh, yeah. Calm. And I had Calm. calm. I was like, um, I want something free. <laughs> <laughs> I want something free. You could probably find some stuff on YouTube, right? Well, and I, yeah. I, there's YouTube, but there are many app, free apps that oh, okay. help you with meditation. Um, I just happen to know the meditation app and calm, but uh, for me, and I ain't no angel, but that's when I take and I use, I take the Bible app mm-hmm. and I put it on speaking. Yeah, that's what I do. Then I just choose what I want to listen to and then I let it speak to me. Yeah, that's and what I, I do. I lay down. And so after I have my devotion in the morning, I lay, you know, I lay there and I just let it read a couple of chapters to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then that way it takes my focus off of other things. Yeah. And I like to do it in the morning and in the night at night before I go to bed, but I like to do it in the morning because I absorb better in the morning. Yeah. Cause when I don't at night, I become. And first thing lost. in the morning, I absorb well, that's when my mind and I used to relate reach over and grab that phone, check emails check your bank account, you know, do all of that stuff. So, you know, I definitely got better at making sure that pray first, do that devotion and just listen. Like I said, even if it's just one chapter, just, you know, listen to it, mm-hmm. not read it. Right. Not read because it. Because I need to be centered again. Right. Mm-hmm. Listening helps me to be centered. Mm-hmm. But listening to a voice other than your own sometimes mm-hmm. helps with that, right? Because when I read sometimes devotion or anything, my mind starts to wander to other things. 
Mm-hmm. Did I forget to do this? Did I forget to do that? Did I, you know, what yeah. did they say when I was on there earlier? And you know, so I'll give you a prime example. When Kimmy emailed the other day and said, you know, hey, we're recording on Monday, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get Celeste's email with the invite. I didn't get that till today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now no. I had already put it on my calendar, but it went to my junk email. Oh, so I won't do that going forward. So I have you in there. But but because um, I can be the overthinker, before I empty my junk email, I go through it because you never know what might be in there. Right? I'm glad you said that. I need to go through my junk. I never look at that. Do you look at your Listen, junk email? And I clear it out too. So I go through the junk emails, which is why I like to use my iCloud because I tend to get less junk in my Apple emails than I do anything else. But I go through that junk first. And I always, every time I go through my junk email, I find at least two emails that I need. Oh, I need to important. be doing. I might be missing something. You might be. And so I go through it. I look through it. Then I go back to my trash. I look through that real quick. Then I move the junk to the trash and then I empty out the trash. <laughs> she got some overthinking too. You see what I mean? So I do have it to yeah. an extent. Yeah. But but I do that because it happened. Mm-hmm. I found out because it happened to me, not yeah, because I, 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 you know, I figured let me do this because. But that's still part of doing research too, right? You, you know what yeah. I mean. So, um, but you always find out something new. <coughs> but you can't think of every scenario. And, I, and now that you guys talk about it, you you were sharing what you're going through. I think that's what my husband has. I think that's why he doesn't sleep well at night. Because he's probably trying to cover every scenario. And he's like, You don't have your keys out when you're coming into the house. Oh, yeah, I gotta get go with my purse and get my key. You should have that should be done. Like, why are you waiting to you're going home to a door that needs keys? Yeah, but how how can I drive and look for the key at the same time without keeping my eye off the road? I either gotta sit in the car and get my key out. Why are you sitting in the car so long? It's not so long. It's three minutes. I'm making sure I got everything I need before I get out the car. Oh, my God. That would drive me bats. I'd be like, because I don't have a key out. What now? You open the door. How about that? You'd be like, shut up. (laughs) What sign is your husband? Virgo, like me. Oh, Lord. My husband is a Virgo, too. Well, he ain't nothing like that because he could care less. He'd be looking at the window. Well, my husband is a Pisces. Billy's a Pisces. Oh, he's a Pisces. That's why, yeah, yeah. His birthday coming up? His birthday is March 16th. Okay, yeah, because Jose is, Jose is, I I guess Jose is on the cusp, though. Because what is you? What are you, um, Soleil? I'm Aquarius. I'm this Friday. Oh, really? Because Jose is the 19th. He yeah. the cusp is the twenty second, right? third. Twenty second or twenty third. Twenty second. So he's an Aquarius too. Mm-hmm. He's the nineteenth, he's an Aquarius. But he got some Pisces in him. Yeah, because I thought they changed the move the dates or something in so they, they can't born us already. We were all born. In the don't, don't it's a whole new one. Sure. Y'all seen it though? It's a whole new it. one. Cause it makes me a Virgo. And it makes me a Leo. Yeah, Listen, it makes we me were a Virgo. During the old dates, we can't <laughs> switch now, okay? But literally, I am that person that goes, okay, 
I'm going to get out the car when I get home with these groceries and I'm going to have my hands full. So I'm going to put my keys in this pocket here and put my purse right here in the car. So when I get out, there's no thought. Boom, 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 boom. So when I see people going, get away my keys. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do it in the car, but I stopped doing it in the car because he kept freaking out. Why are you sitting in the car? It's my car. Like, I can't and he's it. protecting you and you take it too long. He's about to make a move. Listen. Oh my God. Where her house, where her house position? Who is going to get Chauncey? I live up in the corner. Up like, in the I corner. The they may be worried about their own self. Like, I, got the really? I got the video doorbell. I oh my God. So how about open but up the door and you come outside? He come see, on outside and open up the door. Well, see, that's my thing. How did you know that I was sitting in my car? Exactly, because you're looking on that video. I so he's watching to keep us safe. And how did you know that I was fumbling for my key? So all that time, you could have came to the door and opened it. Exactly. If you didn't worry, I'm worried. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't coming outside. He's comfortable laying up. Why ain't got your key? <laughs> what the hell? Because it's, it's, I carry a purse. He's lucky. All he has is a wallet in his pocket. So then his keys is constantly right there and available. He's worried that when he's not there, that you will be taking too long and you, you're a victim when you sit there. So listen, let me teach that, you how to get in here quickly. Listen, that's why I pray. I pray over my food before I eat it. Because I can't be worried about the hands that prepared it. So my friend. That's where it comes from. That's what he's thinking. Because I have the same thing. Yeah. No, I get. I mean, I get it. It's just that, like I said. So now for me, I pull into the driveway. I pull in in front of the house. I turn to my purse. Take keys out that you need because I keep my key, my house keys and my car keys on two separate ranks. Uh-huh. That's part of the issue as well. Uh-huh. So that they don't be hanging from the thing. But now that we got the key fobs and you don't use the key anyway, that's right. You got to change, right? Uh-huh. Um, but so I dig in, I get what I need so I don't forget it. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to my groceries, I take my purse and a couple of bags and my key. I left myself in the house. I dropped that all, and then I come back and get the rest of the stuff. Because <laughs> I have learned with my bad back and my broken ankle a few oh, years ago, yeah. I can't carry 15 bags at one time the way I used to just to keep having more than one trip. <laughs> I think some people start to take advantage of the fact that I always control so much, and then they just lay back and relax. They like, See, that's the other thing. When you control too much, then the people in your life, they don't do nothing. They don't do anything. They don't do nothing. Some of them do it as a, um, you know, as a pushback Mm -hmm. to you doing everything. Mm -hmm. And some of them be like, well, I don't have to do it because she's going to take care of what Mm -hmm. I need to worry about. I know my ex-husband told me one day he was eating and I'm in, I'm in his head because he's eating because you know, you know what your man likes, right? He's eating and I go and I get the ketchup and I go... And he's eating, and I go and get the salt. He said, can I think for myself? Can I please just think for myself? He hated it. Most men would like that. He hated it. He says, please, just let me ask for it at least. Well, because the one thing that we want, we love, we think that we love, we wind up hating. I think Kim said that earlier. It's that those ways of, about people that we love, we wind up not loving about them or not liking about Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Because it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> 
you know, with my husband, he's just like, well, you should know what I want. Why should I do that? You should know what I like. Okay, I might know what you like, but I'm asking you what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, are we really having an issue because I'm asking you what you want, Absolutely. giving you the opportunity to say it, but you just want me to automatically know I don't have bandwidth. I'm menopausal. I can't do it. I'm sticking with the, with the Pisces. You should know. <laughs> then it's, not a, it's not a surprise. It's not a, it's not a treat. Yeah, I don't. I think that I've just gotten to the point after thinking for the kids and having to take care oh, yeah. of them. I don't want to do that anymore. I say I don't do that. I don't want him to do that. <laughs> Wait a minute now. I'm a woman first. But asking. But no, I'm not asking for nothing. <laughs> now, there are times when I will make an executive decision and, you know, dinner or whatever, and I'm going to fix it. And But I'm not going to fix something you don't like. But, you know, I'll make that. But if I'm asking you, here's the opportunity to say what it is that you want. What's the problem? Yeah, because he's probably more, got a little Aquarius in him. We don't, we don't, we don't want to put you out. Mm. Oh, you know, he wants to put me out. It's fine. Oh, really? <laughs> That's <Literally>. funny. <laughs> Literally, out on the street, he wants to. Because you keep asking him what he You wants. tell him not today. Asking <laughs> me what I want, woman. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, keep asking yeah, me. No. What the hell? <laughs> don't ask me nothing. Well, this was awesome, though. I mean, really, I think that um, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go to the meditation now because um, yeah, I already I already use it, and I'm going to go research the difference between overthinking, uh huh, overanalyzing, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and OCD. We yeah, gonna, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah we're going to find out what the That'll be our, that'll be a part two to this because I think that's that is, that's a good one to to carry on with this because um what's the, good what's bad what's, yeah, what's a what's, what's the, a level playing field what's a, a what's good healthy because point? you know what's, what's still yeah. I won't say healthy I'm that's because that may be risky no to say. I think you're right I mean there's okay healthy yeah you're still in a healthy space where yes. it didn't turn red you might need to see, see medical attention at this point because things are not going well for you. Like, we're going to have to call Dr. Deborah back. Can you help us? We got issues. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a good uh, one um, because think about it. There's always a, uh, a fine line before you you're going overboard. You know what I mean? Or you're yeah. just in jeopardy of um, I hate to say this, losing your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Overthink too many things that you can really. Jeopardize they say well there's being. a thin line between genius and, and crazy. Like, yep. You, you know? I mean, that, that explains it. That explains it. <laughs> <laughs> All of this time. <laughs> You're so funny. Listen, that used to be an excuse for my junkie room. When my grandfather <laughs> said to me, a junkie room is a sign of genius. I was like, oh, you should have never told me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever works. For if you. I would have even it said that to my madness, my mm-hmm. junkiness did not mean dirty because my room was never dirty. But you knew right. what it was. Yeah. But I was fortunate because I had two brothers. They always shared a room. I always had my own room. Oh, okay. So yeah, I you could the girl. throw something on a chair and throw. You know, I had a dirty clothes basket. You put your dirty clothes in the basket, but everything else. Is, but yeah. it, guess what? When it's there, is there when you come back mm-hmm. and you need it. 
Whenever somebody come in touching my stuff, you can tell. Now I can't find it. Yeah. Because it's not where I left. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's, I had a daughter like that. I know. I know. I still have a daughter like that. I know. Yeah, my 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 kids have the, the they're a lot better now. I'll say that they're a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, I I think they do respect that I, I have my my isms about. Well, and things. see, Billy has helped me a lot because he yeah. is OCD. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm better at a lot of things, and I'm I'm more of a minimalist now than I was before. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I have rubbed off on him because I'd be like, "You need to just chill. You really need to sit down and have several seats." <laughs> yeah, you're a little hype. You got to calm down. You got to think about that. Because if we're lucky, you know, tomorrow we'll live another day. So Mm -hmm. we don't have to do it all today. Mm -hmm. We just, we're going to save it. We're going to space this out. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, we were in our 40s when we got married. So we trying to get to 80s, right? Mm -hmm. We ain't got to do everything this year. We trying to get to our 80s. We ain't trying to work. We trying to be. Tomorrow. Now you say this year, right? No, what I mean is. We ain't got to try and do it all now. We, we got some time. Let's absolutely. Yeah, that's that, that mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, damn. I don't know what side I am now. I might be a Pisces too. With no, me. I'm telling you, you need to. You need to look. The thing changed. I, I was yeah, like, I okay, think what you the hell? Just, uh, Google new zodiac. New zodiac. Because I'm a Virgo now, and I was like, I'm a Libra. I'm like, I'm not that. And, but Kimmy, you cuspy anyway. You I am. So I'm you cuspy. ain't far from being a Virgo anyway. I'm so. right on the cusp because Libras. <laughs> I'm right there on the cusp. I'll one one day I would have been there. One Listen, day. Because they're. I think the Virgos. The change is over on the the cusp babies are the twenty second. Yes. Yeah, so I I'll, can't even get no new. Oh yes, I did. The oh, new zodiac. Did you change? Did you change? I told you everybody changed. And we ain't changed a little bit. We like far up. Far up. It's you did big jumps. Big jumps. No, I'm not a I'm not a Capricorn because some of them. But, but they, they tell you you a Capricorn. You can say well, what you want. She born on the twelfth of the month. She kind of like wait a minute. How do I get all the way up here to Capricorn? Nah, nah, nah. I like being a quitty. <laughs> you so silly. <laughs> now she went the fifth dimension, y'all. Did you have Aquarius? They gonna switch it up? <laughs> that is not that is not your sign anymore. You no, are no, now no, uh no, no, no. no but ladies, you guys really have me taking notes and you know Okay, so yeah, part two, part two. Definitely. So you'll be able to tell us um what, what the difference between this and most importantly, am I certifiable? <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, well the quick answer, no. Okay, but I want I want I want the Google search answer. I don't I want the, I want the Google. You know how the doctor tell you don't go on Google. Then don't Google it. You don't Google go it. Don't go. I even tell my kids that if well, I looked it up Google. on Google, don't Google it because you know it is it, if you That's really like want to have Wikipedia. Yeah, That's it like is. Wikipedia. <laughs> it really is. You know how they when you in school they tell you do not turn in any document that has. <laughs> Um, you go on site with Wikipedia on there. Like, well, so let me tell you this, right? <laughs> I graduated college in 1991. We didn't have Google. 
You did not have Google. You had to go to a physical library. I had to go to the library. And so what was funny is uh, last night after the Super Bowl, the new Queen Latifah show came on, Equalizer, which is a, a remake of an old TV show. And one of the clues she had into finding out what happened to the young man that was killed he wrote down the numbers of the Dewey Decimal System, and they could not figure out for the life of them what these numbers meant. Now, not they worked for CIA, cold cracking all kinds what of stuff. What did that tell you? figure it out. And when she grabbed her daughter's library book and looked at the binder on the library book and saw, she said, this is from the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> So I said all that to say, when my granddaughters be like, yeah, I'll just go on Google. Yeah, no, you won't. Like I told my son, when he, I didn't even know about a Google. And my son said, mom, I'll just Google. No, you won't. You're going to use these $379 encyclopedias that I bought. <laughs> I remember when I was in, um, you remember, um, this was just right before I moved, you know, back home. Really? But remember, Celeste, um, they built the new Verona library. Um and it's nice. It's nice. I, I, I worked there every day when it, when I when it was uh, not COVID. It's so it. nice, isn't it? So nice. What I was just it? it's, they built a brand new library near my old house in Richmond, right? Oh, oh. It was the state of the art library. State of the art. Because the old mm-hmm. library was like somebody's house. But so the state of art, but I used to go to the old library too, because I like to go in there. I like to look at books. I like to touch and feel a book. And I like to go in there in the index and look up. Yes. But this is the state of the art. Celeste, is it not? State of the art. State of everybody should have a road trip and take their children there because a child needs to go to the physical library i mean yeah i take the sugars to um yeah. barnes and nobles yeah oh i love you barnes and nobles too i, I love them too. both i could do both really really broke back in the days i used to go to the library yeah yeah with the barnes and nobles and started a book and she bookmarked it we come back tomorrow and read it yeah because you know it's too expensive because they have to read now that's why i take mine and then you can just sniff the coffee and stuff because you damn sure can't afford what for that <laughs> oh, every now and then i would treat myself coffee and then the kids start going Stop we want tea. coffee like oh that's it yeah all right. like, nope. <laughs> this is going to be good we, we're going to come back with that definition definition right? okay all right yeah. so this Thank was you. awesome so we OCD, will be overthinking and overanalyzing. Amen. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that back on the on the porch and talk about this. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that's just not me, um, half crazy, but um, there's a lot of people out there probably <laughs> really really fine. really with my cat grin and knock my thing off of here. So um, I'm I'm. Yeah, she needs your attention. Yes, yeah, stop. I gotta, okay. go give, yeah, okay. I gotta go give the husband <laughs> some attention too. So, let me so this this was I'm, awesome, y'all. I'm, so um, that's where I'm going to I I'm going to look that up too because I want to really confirm that I'm I'm now a Virgo, but um, I'm going to check that out. But I had an awesome that night. Makes sense, Kimmy, because you could really be a Virgo. Really I don't know. I don't know because I live with one. Virgo I don't know. Keith don't fit the Virgo mode all the time, Chauncey. I'm telling you, Keith he's is a too. Early, he's an early Virgo like, he like me. This. So the Ooh. thing is that we, we can be very anal retentive. Like, yeah, I he got a lot of those ways way. too. Yeah. But he's a, um, out of any person I know in my whole entire life, and I'm not 
my whole entire life, he's probably the person that I would say is he doesn't stress over nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally, and if you do not think I, I've, I've never, never met anybody that. like man, they don't bother you. Like Listen. nothing. He just I mean nothing. I've had two husbands tell me, you don't care about nothing. I care. But it's it's done and it's over. Oh right? God, I cannot be like that. That's right. And and then I I really harp on that, but he doesn't. He's he when he goes like sleep is precious, 60 seconds once he hit the bed. Because you're not gonna disturb his sleep whatsoever. So whatever you got going on. You just keep, I mean, I can literally do backhand springs over him in the bed and he is going to stay asleep because he is not, his sleep is his sleep. He's not going to be disturbed. What I'm going to do is sleep. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. Maybe he's that like, changes zodiac sign. I could be a Virgo and I could go to sleep. He's going to be sleep. See, that's I'm me. I'm an Aquarius to a Virgo. I so probably could be an Aquarius like you. Because I'm a night rambler. You know what I mean? Oh night rambler when I should be in the bed. You know, uh, and and not trying to figure out ways I can go and have sound sleep and stay sleep. You um, know what? That's what they call down south piddling. Mm-hmm. That's me you piddling, just, just doing piddling. little things, opening the drawer, <laughs> looking in the drawer, pulling this out, doing this thing, doing this. Thing, doing this. My, I call like, my mother. What you doing, piddling? Oh, I, I can call my mother like at that, that time. Like she would say, "You must be up. drunk, honey, baby. You call me this time of night. You must be drinking. <laughs> you drinking? I don't drink, mom. But what are you calling me at this time? Call me tomorrow. <laughs> this what she tell me. But this was awesome, y'all. So, um, um, this was awesome. So part two to to uh, be determined soon. And love you guys. And um, I think this was awesome. So. Um, Thank you. Oh, we we keeping her up. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. So um, until our next one, you know. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. I am Kimmy. I am Kimmy. Right. And I'm Tanti. And this was Let's Chit Chat. Have a wonderful night. Have a good night. Be well, ladies.